Good afternoon, and welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Hi, my name is Chris Border, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness, and I want to thank you for taking time from your busy day to listen to what I have to say. I think I have a very interesting topic for you today. But before we get to that, we have a little bit of housekeeping. We are two weeks from today. We have our kickoff seminar for our Rocky Resolution, our Rocky Resolution Challenge. So if you've been struggling over the past two years trying to keep your weight off, and we know that I think the average weight gain in 2020 was 20 pounds. I'm sure that that was the same or close to it in 2021. So if you're looking to get rid of some of that fat, this would be the challenge that's right for you. If you're looking to get stronger, this challenge is right for you. If you are looking to become more flexible, or maybe you're just trying to improve your health because over COVID, you got sick or you want to build your immunity, you want to keep from getting sick again, you want to ward off COVID. If you haven't had COVID, we know how important it is. The research shows how important exercise is and being fit and being a healthy weight is to your health. So if any of those things ring a bell for you, maybe you've tried before, maybe you tried during COVID, you weren't able to lose uh, some fat, you weren't able to sustain an exercise program. Um, a quick little stat, I believe 30% of the people who joined a gym last one month, so most of those people that joined the gym in January or so are probably not even going anymore. Our type of facility, 30% of the people, pardon me, 70% of the people last more than a year. So we only lose 30% over a whole year's time, whereas in a normal gym facility, you're dropping off pretty quickly. So if you're interested, if you're really interested in making some changes, getting results, losing some fat, getting stronger, sleeping better, having more energy, firming up, getting rid of the bat wings, right? All those kind of things, then swing by, give us a call. The link will be below or above. I always, I think it'd be above in the video here. And reserve your place. We're only taking a few people for this challenge because of COVID. We still want to make sure that the facility has proper spacing. Um, so reserve your spot at our kickoff seminar, February 15th at 6 p.m. Learn all about it then. And uh, hopefully I'll see you then. So today's got a super interesting topic for me, I think. It's one that people don't really think about. And you just need to be aware because this might be a risk factor that's flying under the radar for most adults, okay? And most healthy conscious people, conscientious people, they're familiar with ways that you can reduce the risk of heart disease. Heart disease, number one killer out there, right? We're going to eat less red meat. We're going to reduce our sodium. We're going to get plenty of light exercise. All these kind of things are going to help reduce our risk for heart disease. But this one thing might be a risk factor that people aren't looking at yet. So according to a recent study, okay, that was published in the medical journal Open Heart, and in this study, they found that men in their 50s who had a resting heart rate of 75 beats per minute or higher are twice as likely to die of heart disease within 11 years as 
the men with the resting heart rate of fewer than 55 beats per minute, okay? So if you're 50 years old and your resting heart rate is 75 beats per minute or higher, you are twice as likely to die of heart disease within the next 11 years. So they took this study, researchers from 1993 to 2014. So it's a pretty recent time frame, okay? And they tracked 798 healthy men, all born in 1943 in Sweden. So this is the only men in this study, 798 of them, and they were all born in 1943. And they took a look at the years, the, the results from 1993 to 2014. And they divided the teams or the subjects into four ranges of heart rates, 55 beats per minute or fewer, 56 beats per minute to 65 beats per minute. Another group was 66 beats per minute to 75 beats per minute. And a fourth group were 75 beats per minute, 76 beats per minute or more. And they found men in their 50s who have a resting heart rate of 75 beats per minute or more are twice as likely to die of heart disease within 11 years as the men with a resting heartbeat of 55 beats or fewer. That's a really something you could look at, right? Something tangible in your life that you could take a look at. Now, based on those 21 years of research, the team concluded that men who maintain a stable resting heart rate between the ages of 50 to 60 are 44% likely to suffer cardiovascular disease, disease before age 71 than men whose beats per minute rose during that period of time. So if the heart rate, resting heart rate increased, so did your rate. In fact, they reported that every beat per, me, per minute increase between age 50 and 60, 60 boosts the risk of death by 3% during the next 11 years. So it's cool to be less than 55 beats per minute at that age, but you can't slough off. You gotta keep it that way, right? Resting heart rates are influenced by your genes, but staying healthy and active make a big difference over time. And you can affect that resting heart rate. Now, a resting heart rate of 50 to 100 beats per minute is considered normal. Those with resting heart rates of 75 or more will likely to be smokers, less active, or just generally more stressed three things that we need to get out of our lives if they're in our lives. If we're smoking, we need to get rid of it. If we're stressed, we need to get rid of it. And if we're not active, we need to get active. So in other words here, habits that promote overall health also lower heart rates. Those are three things that you can take care of right here, right now. Now the study only involved 50 plus year old men. The researchers agree that they need a lot more data to really investigate whether this link is true for all of us, men and women of any age. But in the meantime, men and women of all ages can get, can get used to monitoring their heart rates over time in order to prevent heart disease while going forward here. There may not be concrete evidence right now, but it looks that way, it's going that way. So why not start keeping your eye on it now? It's easier to do now than ever with all these wearable devices. 
you can figure out what your resting heart rate is. It's, it's simple. Or you can just take your pulse before you get out of bed in the morning. Take it for 15 seconds and multiply it times four. It's really such a simple thing to do that could save your life. So monitoring your heart rate is important because it can help provide clues about your overall health. A consistently high resting heart rate can be a sign that your heart isn't working as efficiently as it could. Now catching a rising heart rate early on could very well save your life. A stronger heart means that each time your heart beats, it pumps more and more blood throughout the body. And in that blood, there's more oxygen and nutrients. And because it's pumping more, and more blood is gonna come out of the muscles, and there's more waste products are coming out. And exercise strengthens the muscle. The muscle's heart. It needs to be exercised just like any other part of uh, muscle on your body. It allows it to pump greater amount of blood with each heart rate, with each heartbeat with each heartbeat, pardon me. More oxygen is going through the muscles. This means that the heart beats fewer times per minute than a person who doesn't exercise. So, you know me, exercise, you know exercise would come into this, right? So this allows your heart to beat less while still distributing, distributing the same amount of blood. All this can help keep your blood pressure under control and keep your heart healthy. So what can you do now, today, to start lowering your resting heart rate and help to maintain a healthier heart? Number one, let's talk about reducing stress. Let's get stress out of our lives. Find a way to relax, okay? Even if it's for 10 minutes at night, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the middle of your day. Before you walk into the house at night, sit in your car and just meditate a little bit. Whatever it might be, Take a bath, read a book. Let's reduce some stress. Avoid tobacco products for many, many reasons, but let's avoid tobacco products. If you are smoking, let's try to cut back and see if you can't get off that. Um, lose weight if it's necessary. Obviously, the smaller you are, the less blood that needs to be pumped throughout the body. There's less mass to put blood to be pumped through, so lose that weight. Avoid some caffeine will keep that heart rate down especially if you're drinking caffeine all day long. Um, stay hydrated. This is one probably a lot of people don't think about. We urge our clients all the time to drink half of their body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water per day. It makes your job's heart, it makes your heart's job easier. Dehydration can cause the blood to thicken, which means the thicker it hard is, the harder it is to pump and harder it is to push all that blood around your body. So make sure you stay hydrated. Get plenty of sleep. Talk about sleep all the time. And exercise. Exercise is probably the best way to reduce your resting heart rate. Because if you exercise, some things are going to happen right away, right? You're going to reduce some stress probably. It's going to help you lose some weight. It's going to help you sleep better. Hopefully because you're exercising, you're drinking more water. Okay, it might not help you avoid tobacco products, but all the other things on this list, exercise can help you reduce or improve. So how much exercise does it take? Well, it depends on how fit you are right now. If you're not doing anything at all, let's just think about taking small steps here. Let's get out for a walk, five minutes, 10 minutes, a couple of times a day, 
or maybe once a day till you can get it to twice a day, till you can make it a little bit longer, okay? We need to get that heart pumping. Like any other muscle, it needs to be worked, so you need to get the heart pumping. If you're already working out, let's make sure that we're doing some interval training because interval training, especially with the heart rate monitor, is the best way to improve your cardiovascular fitness. It is the best way. If we improve the cardiovascular fitness, we're gonna improve our resting heart rate. How long does it take for your resting heart rate to improve? Well, it's been seen sometimes it can improve within a few weeks or it can take a couple of months. It depends on who you are. It depends on how fit you are, okay? The more fit you are, the harder it's gonna be to get it down lower because it's already down low. Um, if you're unfit, you haven't been moving, and you start moving, it's going to get, it's going to improve a lot faster. A resting heart rate can de decrease by up to one beat per minute in sedentary individuals within each week of aerobic training. So just getting out there doing something right away, your body sees something, it's going to try to improve and get better at it. At least for the first few weeks, okay? And other studies have been shown that smaller reductions with fewer than five beats following up to 20 weeks of aerobic training. So de again, depending upon the person, will depend on how long it takes for your resting heart rate to improve. But you can monitor this, and you can take, just start a log, how much cardiovascular you do, how much cardiovascular work you're doing, what changes you're making in your life, and see if these changes are affecting your resting heart rate. I bet they will. And with that change in your resting heart rate, will become a lower risk of cardiovascular disease as you age. Now again, this is only one study. They have a lot more research to do on this, but I think it's pretty interesting. It kind of makes sense, common sense, one of those common sense studies. So go for it a little bit. Start to track your resting heart rate and start to make some of those changes if your resting heart rate is higher than you want it to be. So I hope this is good information for you. Um, I appreciate you listening to what I have to say. Take a look at that. Let me know how you're doing with that. If you have any questions on how to do it, let me know. If you have any questions on how to lower the resting heart rate, certainly let me know. I'd be more than happy to give you a hand with that. And I hope this was helpful and interesting. I know I found it interesting. So you can look for more information from me next Tuesday, the same time, Tuesday 3.30, where I'm going to give you some insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching, and have a great evening.